Hey folks, Scott and I are back this week with another great topic. I'm really excited about this one. I don't know why. Well, I'm excited. So this week we're talking about how to change puppies' unwanted behavior. I think I'm so excited, Scott, because um, a lot of our, I, I get a lot of inquiries about puppies and the puppy behaviors and stuff like that. But there's a way to kind of go about preventing them and kind of, you know, um, manage them. So I just wanted to talk to folks about how to, you know, go about that because there's things you want to look out for before you even start training that sure. you may be doing that causes your puppies unwanted behaviors. So I want to talk about that. But far as Archie, like before I jump into stuff, I just kind of want to know when he was a puppy, when he was younger, how did you go about, um, like when he did stuff you didn't want him to do, kind of fixing it? Uh, we did a lot of asking. We did a lot of YouTubing. Well, you didn't uh, <laughs> Playing, a lot of crying. Uh, you know, <laughs> his breed, the Sheepadoodle, they're known for uh, their nipping at heels. So he was, he's yep. a Persian dog. So he was nipping. I had sweaters with pull because their their baby teeth are very sharp. I call them shark mm -hmm. teeth. So uh, yeah, that's uh, we. But we tried to take re uh, recommendations, advice because here we can only basically, I guess, at the sixteen week mark, that's when we can start training in person. And yep. so we're looking for anything to pull us over until we hit that 16 week mark and that sort of thing. So a lot of times it was like, he's biting more than like they're nipping. Then we'd give him a stuffy and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And just trying mm -hmm. to redirect his energy as much as possible. Um, so yeah. it, it's a challenge. It's tra yeah. Trial and error. If you're not, you know, if you're not a trainer working with a trainer, there's a lot of trial and error. And so I'm doing. it's hard. Yeah. Exactly. It can be hard. And so I wanted to go through kind of the steps in a pro thought process you want to go through if your dog is having some of those unwanted behaviors, like the nipping, the jumping, the, you know, the biting, the, you know, all that type of stuff that comes along with the puppy's behavior. So um, to start off, I, I, I want to talk to you guys about um, first determining your, the cause of the dog's behavior. So before you think about, okay, let's call it a trainer, let's, you know, whatever you're thinking about, First, there's some steps you want to take. So first, you want to determine the cause of your dog's behavior. So a lot of times, um, your dogs do things for attention. So it's not truly bad behavior. So say you're working all day and then they're bored and they want your attention. So, you know, they'll start pawing at you and things like that. And then they turn it into a fun game. So oftentimes, um, and then you, what do you do? You usually like, oh, no, get down, get down. Or, you know, you start giving them attention. And so they start doing that bad behavior because you created it. So you first want to think to yourself, like, have I created this bad behavior? And what is the bad behavior? Start taking note of them. Um, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so you just want to broadly think about the behavioral issue and your dog and the reason why, why your dogs act in the way they act. And um, another thing you want to do, like I said, is looking at your behavior and how you're speaking to your dog. Is that causing their unwanted or bad behavior? So um, I talk about this a lot, especially with potty training. Um, you catch your dog having an accident or in the midst of it, you yell no or whatever you're saying to your dog. And then that's to them, that's something negative, even though you're truly not being mean to them in that way they learn to run off and they do bad stuff quote unquote so inadvertently you can cause them to have that bad behavior by the way you speak to them and stuff like that and also um even if you're not yelling at them you um i talk about this a lot too attention barking so say that you know you're working from home and they're barking 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 at you you turn and look and all of a sudden they're like ooh that works and dogs do what works. And now all of a sudden you have that bad behavior. So a lot of this, you have to look at yourself first 
<laughs> you have to look at yourself first too, um, the, and your dog as well. So you have to look at the whole picture. I always talk about that. Um, also, you want to look at the environment around you. Look at your home. Look where your dog is. If there's something irresistible in the environment. So if I love, you know, chocolate cheesecake and it's one sitting on the counter all day, of course I'm going to act that because I want it, you know? So you want to look at your environment and see, like, you know, are there things that are irresistible to your dog that you know they just won't leave alone? And you just want to put those things away or you know, use a, a crane or a barrier, you know, to block them off. Is just like a whole area and do things like that. Um, so with Archie, did you do any of these things in the beginning? Yeah. So we, we had like a, our condo is open concept. So like the living room is just yep. open to the kitchen, but we had, we bought like this long baby gate that sectioned off the living room or the family or whatever you want to call it from the kitchen. Yep. And then that kitchen was basically blocked off. Uh, we had the door to our bedrooms right there. So that kitchen was his space um, and, exactly. we kept him in there. and his crate was in that space, even though he didn't always stay in it. Um, that was another story. Um, but yeah, we <laughs> tried to keep them contained. We try to keep them in mm -hmm. one space, right? And then we can work with them. We know if he has to go out, we know he's there. Exactly. And then we can play with them. And then it's a very quick move type of thing. And I think it was, a, I want to say a month or two before he, uh, he outgrew. Like we started to bring him into the living room and sort of Slowly, the, yep. the gate has to door, right? Like a baby gate and that sort of thing. Yep. And so eventually he got through and, and we, we let him go and everything. Uh, funny quick story about that is that he, once he could climb up onto the couch, the arm of the couch is right by the, the gate. And the so gate. one day yep. he, just, he just stood and pressed on the top of the gate and pushed it right Open over. The door. He like pushed the whole gate right over. He pushed the whole gate. So we're like the whole, He's whole like, He's like, okay, no more fence. We're like, okay, no more fence. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but we gave it enough time where we had he had a grown at that point. Exactly. It's kind of like when a baby crawls on the crib, you're like, oh, that's the end of the crib there. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so just like Scott's saying, you want to you can use crates and gates and stuff like that. And you have to assume if you're not managing your puppy, they're getting in trouble. And also, if you um look at your dog's environment and take away those irresistible triggers, you'll notice that your dog will behave a little bit better just by removing some of those. Um, another thing that you might want to think about that, you know, may not pop in your head right away is considering your dog's diet. So a lot of times when you, you get a new puppy, you may want to change the food that the breeder has given you, or maybe they have some type of intolerance that you don't know about to food. So you always want to, um, or maybe this, the preservatives or whatever it may be, you always want to check. And you want to check your dog's food to make sure that's not the cause of unwanted behavior. Um, and, you know, one thing, just to give you an inside peek of how dog trainers think, one thing that we do go through ourselves when you guys call us for um, your dog's behavior, you always want to rule out any type of medical condition. So before you even talk about getting into change of behaviors, make sure that your dog is not sick or things like that. So um, if you think that it may be caused that they're like aggressive or say they have incontinence and it, you work on house training, just, you know, rule out any type of medical behaviors first. So that's just a little dog trainer insight. Um, so now that you know about how, you know, to go about before you get into training those, fixing the unwanted behaviors, let's talk about how to fix those. So just like Scott was talking about, before you can get into any type of training, whether you're going to do it yourself or whether um, you're going to call in a trainer, you want to work on managing whatever behaviors that you're working through. So um, for instance, if your dog is stealing items, you want to make sure you put items away. If your dog is having house training, 
party accidents in a home or peeing in a home, you know, make sure you put them in a crated or gated area if you can't watch them. Um, the same thing if they're jumping on guests, you want to make sure you put them on a leash when guests come in and manage them, not jump in or put them inside a gate. So you ideally want to think of all the different ways that you can manage the situation before um, you, until you can get some training. So like I said, using crates, um, gates, blocks, blocking off access, and also for the dogs who bark out the window, closing the arm um, blinds and stuff like that. So these are all things that is going to help decrease your dog's behavior until you can get some type of training. Um, so moving right into training, um, just like I was speak, talking about like how you speak to your dog, you want to use all sorts of positive reinforcement. So what that means is that um, when your dog's doing a behavior that's unwanted, you want to teach them what to do. So for instance, if they're nipping on you, you want to say, ouch, and you redirect them with a toy. Um, also, if they keep on pulling on a leash, you want to stop and wait till they don't pull and then you can go. But also you want to give them a treat when they do this as well, because we use treats because most dogs do love toys, not, not toys, love food. And so that's like a positive um, reinforcement that they're doing something good. So anytime you have your dog do a positive behavior, you want to reward them with um, food or whatever like gets them, you know, excited. There's a, not all dogs love food. So you can give them praise or some um of such or whatever works for you uh also just like i said teaching your dog what you want them to do instead of what they want so again going back to jump in if your dog's jumping um and you want them to calmly meet four people on all fours paws you can teach them to sit so you want to train your dog that um if they're begging for food while you eat you can teach them to go settle on a mat so that's a good one. Um, instead of barking out the window um, and worrying about something, you can have your dog, of course you want them to look out the window, but you also want to teach them a solid recall so they can come away from the window whenever you want. Um, and the same thing, if you want to train your dog to go out in the woods, and, but they like snipping around, they may run off. You also want to do it just like a solid recall. So all these things, you want to think, you know, whatever the behaviors your dog, whatever behavior your dog is doing that's unwanted, what would you like them to do? And then you want to work on training them to do that. Um, also, you can do um, positive, we call them positive interrupters. So instead of yelling at your dog, like, no, don't do that. You can do a, a interruption. You can do a kiss. Look, oh, now my, no, no, you guys stay there. My dogs are like coming. Um, so you can do like um, kissy noises. So those are positive interrupters. Things are not going to like um, be negative towards your dog or make them feel some type of way. They just, um, really positive things. Also, um, another thing you can do is teach your dog um, to look or to focus on you. And that's kind of like with any unwanted behavior, whether they're selling items, they're jumping. If you teach them to look or to watch me come in, you can tell them, hey, like, look at me or watch me. And they'll focus on you. You can give them a treat instead of them doing that unwanted behavior. That's always like a really cool one. Does Archie know that one? That look me, look at me, or watch me. I don't think look at me. No, he knows like on for like his onto his bed. If we need, we need to, to place him somewhere. Um, yeah. Are we like we'll use leave it if we need him to leave something alone. He's pretty good cool with leave it. And then uh, yes is I would say yes is probably the replacement for watch me. Yes will bring yeah. his attention back to us, and he he expects like a treat, but that mm -hmm. we're happy with that because if he's going after something or if he's interested, he's trying to react to a dog or if he's just like, you know, somewhere where he shouldn't be, yes, we'll get him mm -hmm. back, whip his head around because he knows he's going to get something. 
And yeah. then yes, seems to do well for to replace that. But Watch Me is a really great one. Yeah. Exactly. And to bring you back off what Scott is saying, because um, I just remembered now, like sometimes I'll train dogs and when they walk and they're doing a good job, I'm like, good job, good job. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden that's their cue to look at me. So um, just because I'm saying, you know, train them, look or watch me, think about what your dog responds to you with now consistently because there's always like one key phrase that you say to your dog all the time and they look at you or can use that as instead to get them to focus on you so that's always like a really cool one um also um one thing you want to do is i always talk about how you know when i, when I do the consultations how i hear like oh dogs don't listen there's a reason behind that and so any behavior that you're going to train them to kind of not do that unwanted behavior, just start to practice around distractions so they can do it no matter what's going on around them. And so that's like a really um, important one to make sure that, you know, they can perform it no matter what's going on, especially if it's um, a behavior that um, I'm getting this backward. So you want to just make sure whenever you train them, they can perform it everywhere. If that makes sense. Um, and then last but not least, a really important thing, you don't ever want to punish your dog for any unwanted behavior. So whether it's yelling at them, using a verbal verbal corrections, physical corrections, um, it's not actually teaching them what you want them to do. And all it's gonna do is make for a fearful dog, an aggressive dog um, along, along the line. So you wanna try to avoid that. And if you feel that you're getting frustrated and stuff like that, you can always work with a trainer like myself to devise a customized plan to kind of help you along. And so just as a quick reminder, if you wanna do some management tools, it's you can get some training. All management does is help decrease some of that behavior until training can get play, take place. And then also you can use some interrupters. Make sure that you're not you know, yelling. Remember, clapping, um, some kissy noises. And then you can move on to training your dog to um, not do those unwanted behaviors and do have them do what you want them to do, such as, you know, sitting for greetings and stuff like that. But that's essentially um, how to go about getting started to kind of tackle these things with your puppies. And I hope that you learned some things for Archie Scott. <laughs> I think so, yes. Some new things, even though he's not a puppy, he some new things. But, you know, it's always helpful to have these tips because especially when you're new, as whether like Archie was our first dog, is like you can find these really helpful tips and you can have a better deal for what to do. You sort of exactly. kind of path and rather than just like hoping that you pick the right YouTube video, you have a, a good path to that sort of thing, right? And uh, that's what we try to do with these lives is just like give a ton of value and just hopefully help people out along their journey with their dog and their puppy especially too. So uh, before we go, let's get a Francesca check. How's Francesca doing? Oh my gosh, if you guys have been watching the lives, uh, Francesca is doing awesome. She's like potty trained pretty much. Um, nice. She does sit stay, she's doing recalls. I'm training her off leash early, even though I don't plan on having her off leash. But yeah. um, this morning I was training, leave it, I'll post a video for you guys. Let me, if you guys wanna see it, let me know in the comments and I'll post it. But I was training her, leave it, and she got it fairly quickly. And it's so right. cute to see when it's so dramatic how like they jump back, but leave it. But I'm gonna post that if you guys wanna see that, but she's doing phenomenal. Very good to hear. Very yeah, good to hear. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still a puppy owner, guys. I'm a dog right. trainer, but I'm a dog mom. I get emotional. Exactly, right? Yeah. The baby, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. But, yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome to hear. Again, like, drop comments. And you're putting a yep. lot of that stuff on the Facebook page and also Instagram even more. So exactly. If you want to follow along the journey, check out the Down for, at Down for Paws on Instagram as well. Uh, we're there as well. So check that out. Uh, anything you want to finish up with? No, I think you got it. Nope. We're good to go. Yeah, then... Uh, uh, Check us out next week. 
Hope everyone has a great week and we will see you then.